Do you want me to stop my recording? No, you're fine. If you will just recount down and reclap just so I can sync it up All again, right. it'll make it easy. All right, cool. Three, two, one. Did you clap? Because I didn't hear you clap at all. I heard you count, and then I, I didn't did. hear you clap. I clapped. I okay. Clapped. It was a loud clap. Well, last time, last room. time your clap was really small, and it was kind of a pain in the butt to actually to do it. But that's just me being me. I don't, I don't like it when people say my claps are small. Yeah, I bet. I can see that happening a lot. <laughs> Anyway, this is Crossing Streams, two guys who barely know each other, watch a movie that they can stream and then talk about it. And and now Mark and I are real friends because it's Facebook official now. Yeah, we we Facebook we Facebook official. And I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let the audience decide who looked up who and added who. But one of us looked up the other one unprompted and then sent the other one a message saying, Hey, I, we, we can be Facebook friends, right? I added you on Facebook. I'll confirm nor deny that I... Well, the other dude definitely then scrolled through all of the other guy's pictures for like 10 to 15 minutes trying to find really goofy pictures and couldn't <laughs> find many. You or whoever looked at the pictures, you, uh, that person, uh, their, your daughter looks a lot like you. I'm like, oh my God, that's yes. totally his kid. 100%. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, his... Like, oh my God, like, I can I can tell that's his daughter right away. Whoever that was, whoever, whichever one of us was looking... <laughs> Definitely was like, my God, it's the same. It's a female version of Mark. Again, whoever was, no, no, no names. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know who would have looked me up, or you know, I, I don't know. But uh, and I mean that is... as a compliment because neither of you are. Well, you're a little uglier, and right? she's very cute and adorable looking. But for sure, I, I, I'll accept that. The uh, you may you may have noticed at the start of this episode we got new bumper music. Oh yeah! Hopefully you 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 dig it. I dig it. You didn't sound like you dug it as much. Yeah, it wasn't what I was asking for. Uh, but the guy who did it, he was super nice. He was very upfront. He, you know, I even said, "Hey man, I'm not quite feeling this," and he was like, "You're sol, buddy. Pay me another twelve dollars." And I was like, "Wow, we're good, bro." I like how you complimented him and then decided to be like, well, actually, real POS. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, I mean, he was, he was fine. I mean, he, he, uh, he has a degree from Full Sail Academy. Okay. Uh, is Full Sail a real school in your opinion? Because I don't necessarily think it's like, I, I, you know. Do you know what Full uh, Sail is? They started Trump, out Trump making. Trump University. <laughs> okay. More real than that. Yes. <laughs> At Full Sail, I, if I'm not mistaken, they started out as a video game school where they were taught people how to make video games. I could be completely sure. wrong with that, but I don't think I am. Cool. I mean, we'll go with that because I don't, I don't know a thing about Full Sail University. Anyway, I, that's all. That's about all I know. So, so Mark, what did we watch this week? Uh, this week we watched the <laughs> the marathon that is Zack Snyder's Justice League. And unlike you, I did manage to watch the first one, the original cut, uh, on Monday and Tuesday before watching. But not for the first time, right? No, it was my second time. I watched it the first time in theaters with a good friend of mine that is a huge DC fan. His wife, my wife, and, and of course myself. 
And I remember watching it in theaters and not caring for it a whole lot. This time, though, this time, though, before watching it for the second time, I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. (laughs) No, it's one. It is one million percent better than the 2016 version. Yes. One million. If anything, this should be the Me Too movement to cancel Josh Whedon. Oh, my bold statement, Cotton. Well, I mean, I mean, we're he's actively getting me tooed by cyborg. Well, yeah, film, well, so. and everybody from everything he's ever done, ever, which is also kind of crazy to think. But the fact that he made such a terrible film in 2016 is asinine. It's unbelievable how how crazy. I mean, this it fix this fix all the problems, right? Well, when you Almost when you have every a four hour movie, better. you can fix a lot of things. <laughs> Almost every scene was better. The only scene that I don't think was better was the or the Bruce Wayne Barry Allen meeting scene. That one kind of felt weird to me versus the original one. I also thought the bank scene with Wonder Woman wasn't necessarily better. I thought the the end result was better, but I thought the bank scene originally was a little. Bit, was there anything well, about this movie to you that you were like, oh, what are they doing with this? Um, you know, it's a Zack Snyder film, so you're getting green screen for every scene. But um, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. The the only the only thing I actually absolutely despised about this this version of the film was the four three aspect ratio. Um, okay, the four three. Is there any way that that's truly his vision, or is that a cuss, cost-cutting measure that they used and they said it was that? No, the uh, you don't think there was any cost-cutting about that? And... Okay, well, he, sure, he but, yeah, okay, yeah, his... me too, yeah, okay, yeah, I can come out. Okay, this really is what I like, yeah. But really, well, no, he he came out and said that this his original vision, which is what you know, we contain the original vision, and uh, he said that it was shot in the four-three aspect ratio because. The original vision for the film was that it was gonna be an IMAX, uh, be thing. an IMAX, an IMAX film, and that's fine, cool, great. I love it. I would, I would probably go see this in an IMAX theater near me, uh, if this, if theaters were open. But I, this does not fit. The four three aspect ratio doesn't fit for today's streaming environment. Well, it's just not Especially how TVs are film. made. TVs are just not made that way anymore, on purpose. No, oh, right. Yeah. No, it's sixteen. a 16-9 aspect ratio would have been bonkers for this film because it has, it's so much, it's so much better to look at. Yes. Uh, it is, that, that, but that's the only thing I, I really actually hated about this. But after about, after about the first hour, you don't. You kind of just you don't you don't realize it anymore. You're just watching the film. Um, I did find myself glued to the TV. Uh, Same for just a, just about all four hours of this film. It's a four hour two minute film. And then did you watch it all in one sitting? I did. I uh, I woke Oof. up real early. Um, what was it? Friday morning? No. Saturday morning, and. Um, no, Thursday. It came because it, it, it debuted Oof. on, on, a, on yes. a Thursday. Yes. And so I woke up real early. My wife went to work. It was my day off. And, you know, I just I just pressed play. And before you know it, the movie was over. And I'm like, oh, shit. And my day like, was done. 
It's like eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, PM. I I watched it in three sittings. I we watched the first hour on Thursday when I got home from work. I watched two hours on Saturday, and then I watched the last hour on Sunday. And that was just, and it was almost literally an hour, two hours, and an hour. And it was just how timing worked for me. The older I get, the more old, cranky man I am. So I have to go to bed no later than 1030 or else I hate my life the next day. And so it it became 10 o'clock and I was like, it's time for Papa got to go to bed. And (laughs) so that's that's what I did. And so but I'm kind of glad I did because I I feel like it I, I watched it almost the first two part part one, part two, then like the middle part. And then the last part was really the last hour was really the best part of it. Where mostly like they get on the ship and like go out to like wherever in Russia or wherever they happen to be, yeah. So I kind of was like, I kind of liked how that worked for me. It kind of worked out in my favor. There's really actually no, well, how I feel is there's no wrong way to watch this. It's because it's broken up into into essentially six chapters, and each chapter is titled, and the, um, so you could actually break it up into you know i think like each chapter is like 30 to 40 minutes long yeah it just kind of depends right yeah and you could you could actually break it up and make it a a mini series or or like the original intention was right i mean the original intention was going to be like four parts right four one hour parts or whatever it happened to be i'm kind of glad they did not do that though i'm kind of glad that they just were like here's the movie i do like it like i did like that like that yeah, I mean, having having chapters in a four hour film it almost seems like it's a necessity, but like in this in this in this current climate of streaming films, I don't really see why this needed to be a four hour film. Uh, I don't see why they well, why HBO and and Warner Brothers didn't just say, "Hey, you know, we're gonna break this up into four you know, one hour installments over the next month. And I'm sure it had a lot to do with their theatrical release calendar that's coming up. They have a lot of big titles coming up and they don't want competing, um, competing streaming titles on their same platform. So uh, I, I get but it. They, they are one of the, they're like Netflix, right? Their shows they release in one chunk, right? They're, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they're new stuff. Like the flight attendant, no, oh yeah, maybe came out and it came out all at once. If I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong in that, but I don't think I am. So yeah, I, I think, think they're like they follow the Netflix model of releasing everything at once. So, you know, I I don't know. I uh, there's pros and cons to both. I I like how Disney Plus releases it weekly because it just gives me something to look forward to. And so I'm sure I'll get new, over that. Of the new, the new film. Um, a lot of it, it, the pacing is just different. A lot of it is already, already seen footage. Um, you know, not there wasn't a whole lot of brand new footage that was shot by Snyder. He just well, edited there was it. only three days of new footage even shot for this, correct? And right. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. that's all the futuristic scene, right? Yes, uh, and that's yeah. all the 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 scene at the end with the Joker and. Uh, uh, Deadshot, or uh, what's his name? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Deadpool. I think the sword guy is called Deadpool. Yeah, is it called Deadpool? Right. Well, this guy had swords. Yeah, no, he does. I I was uh, sorry. 
Somebody's laughing. Just neither of us. Yeah, no, it's Deathstroke. Yeah, he does have swords. He does have swords. I just was trying to be like, hey, look, I'm. I, I, I get it. I laugh. Oh, it's great. No, this is fantastic. Yeah, no, it's great. It was great. It's okay. We're still, uh, we're still, is new waters for both of us. <laughs> Insert laugh track. Yeah. Um, the, the, but like, so Zack Snyder's vision, uh, you know, quotes, but he, and there's a lot to be said for redoing a film that's been out for five years. And, you know, you've you've had the opportunity to see all the complaints and you're like, oh, people hated that. Let's change. But he's one of those guys that I feel like he fans will say we want this. And he goes, eat my asshole. I'm doing this instead. This is the first time I feel like he's been like, here it is, boys and girls. Here's here's what I here's what you want. Here's what you crave. Come to Papa Snyder. He will give you what you crave. This is the first time he's done that because every other time he's like, fuck you. This is my movie. Watch it or don't watch it. I don't care. Well, he, you know, when Man of Steel came out. What are your feelings a, on that? I love Man of Steel personally. Yeah, Man of, Man of Steel is a great film. I love Snyder's direction for his superheroes. He did not. He did not give a shit that Superman doesn't kill people. That motherfucker snap, snap. What's his face's neck? He don't give a fuck. You know, he's trying to save the planet. You know, he's killing motherfuckers. I even liked Watchmen. I, I, I'm a huge Watchmen guy, so I, I, I think I, it's... I did not care for Watchmen, but, you know, meh. To me, it's, I'm like, this is a, this is the movie version of the comic. To me, and I think he, I think it's as close as you're ever going to get realistically, so I, I'm cool with it in the director's cut. Like, all think, the director's cuts are great. Do you think he great. brought Billy Crudup back? As like a hey, hey, you know you were Mister Manhattan in The Watchmen, but now you're gonna be Barry Allen's dad in jail. You think you think he actually went through that thought process, or he was just like, I like Billy Crudup. He looked good behind plexiglass. I don't know. I never even thought of that. I never put the two together. That I was like, I had totally forgotten that he even played that role because he's so different looking in the movie. I didn't even think of that. Well, Maybe. Yeah. But I do know yeah. Billy Crudup, who was supposed to be in the up, was supposed to be in the upcoming Flash movie. It was just announced he is not going to be in it because of scheduling conflicts. He's such a good actor, bro. <laughs> I think so. I completely agree. I, I name a bad movie he's been in. Name a movie that he's been in that isn't great because of his performance alone. I yeah, I, I completely agree. Can't. Yeah, and more of him. Need more of him. To me. I thought the use of slow motion in this movie was a little too much. I'm fine that's with also, it. That's I'm also fine a it's Snyder with... staple. I know, but like when we have the Flash, that's what I like about that. I'm cool with it with the Flash, but when we're like, Wonder Woman's gonna have slow mo fight scene, like uh, I don't need that. I... Also, all these fuckers are super lightning fast in this movie. Wonder Woman's lightning fast, dodging bullets, d- bashing bullets away with her bracers. Superman's fast. I get that. Flash is fast. Everyone's fast except for Batman and Aquaman in this damn thing. Everyone's lightning quick except for those two. I'm like, the, it, that, uh, I found that upsetting. I, I found the use of slow motion a little too much in this one. I well, like but, the okay. darker, darker tone. I love the grayscale looking of things. I like how it looks. It just looks more aesthetically pleasing than the first version of this does by far. 
So what did you think of, because um, one of the, the, well, two major things that Zack Snyder's version does that's different than the 2016 is that it expands on Barry Allen's role and it actually Very makes well. uh, Ray Fisher, no, not Ray, uh, Cy, the, Ray Fisher's yeah. the guy who plays Cyborg. The guy who plays uh, Cyborg, yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever Cyborg's name is. Um, but, so it makes him pretty Victor. much the main the main character of the film. Absolutely the main character, right? I the problem that I feel like this movie had is the exact opposite of, of Avengers, right? Where you do the solo movies to establish the characters. The yeah. problem to me with Justice League is you don't know who Aquaman is. Who the fuck is Aquaman? Even to well, I'm a comic book guy and I'm like he's the dude that talks to fish. He's the dude who dies in the movie because he's worthless. I know very little about SpongeBob. Flash. That has yeah, the starfish exactly. on his face. That's exact exactly. Right? <laughs> Cyborg is even worse. I know Cyborg from <laughs> Teen Titans. That's how I know Cyborg. And I know and nothing listen, else about in, him. In Whedon's twenty sixteen version of this film, Ray Fisher was probably the worst actor in the entire film. Um, and it was not his fault, clearly. No, right. Right. <laughs> Whedon just edited it edited it to be completely uh how does Whedon get a job after this? I mean, obviously, he probably won't because of the Me Too stuff, but, like, how do you see this version go, oh, yeah, we should give Joss Whedon a shot. Let's <laughs> let's toss Joss Whedon a bone to do this. Well, it, but see, it, it, that's so crazy is because he did a legitimately great job with the Avengers. I think uh, so, too. You or, know, he, or, he made, or, he made or, or. a fantastic team up film that's why he got that job in 2016 hear me out hear me out could he could Zack snyder have done a better avengers movie than joss whedon i i think i think we just watched Zack snyder's avengers film well sure (laughs) i don't i don't Zack snyder is not a He's not a uh, a bright guy, like a, a colorful guy. He's not this guy that's like, hey, let's save the world. No, he's like, you know, let's kill a bunch of people on our way to doing it. We're going to do it, but a lot of people are going to die. Uh, you know, Lois Lane may be pregnant at the end of the film. I don't know, but we saved the film. And Bruce Wayne saved everybody's houses because he bought the bank and. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder is a very one-track filmmaker. Uh, he he he's he's not somebody that can do a broad scope of film. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, but getting back to what you were saying, I I I love the new Flash stuff. I think that was fantastic. I love the new Cyborg stuff. I thought that was fantastic. I thought the newer Aquaman stuff was fine. Kind of weird that you have these people living on an island chanting some song as he walks to the ocean, but that was fine. I was fine with chanting. It. What do you think? What do you think it translated to? Oh, I didn't hit Google Translate while I was doing. I should have done that. I saw. Yeah, man. <laughs> I I thought the new Aquaman stuff was probably the worst of the three new additions, and I know a lot of the Aquaman stuff too kind of doesn't gel with the movie Aquaman. Right, with just like the look of characters. Amber Heard has a different accent in this version yeah. now than she did in the last version, and a different version than she has in the Aquaman movie, but that's fine. I'm I'll go with it. That's not that big it doesn't turn me off. <laughs> but I thought the cyborg stuff was great, and I agree with you. He is now the main character of this movie, which 
you could kind of tell was where they looked like they were going anyway. But I love I love the cyborg stuff with his dad. I thought his dad dying. I I love that stuff. I thought that was much better with the third mother box. I, I, so well, and and this is you know Zack Snyder taking advantage of having a four hour film is that he he gets the chance to expound on so many different things that Joss Whedon decided that needed to be cut in order to make his film two hours long. And uh, oh, unfortunately for, for Whedon, his film was trash. And, <laughs> you know, he, he made all the wrong choices in, in the editing, uh, you know, making his film. But uh, Snyder, allow, he allows the characters to develop within his story. And he's he's not he's not drawing on any preconceived uh, knowledge of any of these characters. I think um, him him giving Ezra Miller and the Flash uh, more purpose uh, was really great. I think you know because the Flash has the big moment at the end of the film where where you know he kind of has this internal dialogue with him uh, or monologue with himself and. And when he's he makes the decision to run so fast that he goes back in time. And... I I loved that scene. I hated that monologue though. Yeah, you know the the the, the mon- <laughs> because it's cheesy. Ultimately, it yeah, just it was a little to, too, to and it kind of like felt very un Zack Snydery, you know, for yeah. the rest of the film. But it was fine. I, I I enjoyed it. I thought the sequence was great. Can you believe that Joss Whedon cut that out? And put right. the, his version in, like, like that was a better version? Like, what world do you live in that that's better? What world do you live in that you're like, no, 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 let's go this way instead? Well, the the decisions made in this film uh, were, in Zack Snyder's film, were uh, made because he felt that certain characters needed more more establishment they they needed they needed more backstory more dialogue and um you know him him establishing that with cyborg's character and and to a point with the flash's character it it completely changed the dynamic of the film yes and and it, and it completely makes it a, com- a completely different film and for that he succeeds. Uh, the The film is a is a huge success because he made it a different film, and every and most everybody loved it. I took notes as I was watching this, so I'm gonna read the notes, and you just you just butt in when you want to be like, hey, let's chat about this. Let's just go from there, and we'll see what we like. And go the notes it. I took are in order from the beginning of the movie towards the end, and I do get less sparse, spare sparse. Look, I just marked it mm-hmm. as I go, so. First thing I write, I love the new the look of Steppenwolf. Oh yeah! No, oh my 100%. god, a thousand times. His yeah. facial features are better. I love the outfit. I love his arm. I everything about it. I thought it was great. I love well, that him, he doesn't him call and, him and Darkseid. You know, we finally get Darkseid as a as a franchise bad. You know the Than- right. You know the Thanos of DC. And um, that was perfect. I thought you so know, too. You, 
you could see where where Snyder wanted to go with his um, with his future story, and sad that we're never gonna get it. But I don't know. know now, man. I you know now that the it would be interesting to see how many people, how many of the actors are like, okay, I'll do this again. Especially now because of the like of how well this was received, I would not be super shocked if in like two or three months we get some kind of announcement about something like that. I would not be super shocked. I would be even oh. cool. Do you do any of the DC comic uh, cartoon movies? Uh, I mean, I've watched the the Harley Quinn series on HBO. Oh, that's a so DC does a they do uh, animated movies that are phenomenal, like. Yeah. Top of the line. I love the Harley Quinn uh, DC show, actually, as well, too. It's very different in the vein. But I would be even cool with them doing an animated film sequel to this in some capacity. I would be cool with that. That would be a cool thing because their animated films are top of the line. Like, when we talk about, like, adult animation, I don't mean, like, boobies and and wieners. I mean, like, just quality. It's cartoon films aimed at adults. You know, they're not aimed at... They're really good, so I would be cool with that. I wouldn't be shocked if we get a sequel to it, in, in some capacity, whether it's like that or even like a comic of 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 like future world or whatever, because they do that in the comics all the time. That wouldn't be super yeah. shocking to me. But yeah, I love the look of Steppenwolf. I love the look of Darkseid. I, yeah, I thought it was great. The next one I write as I write too much slow mo, and I know I'm specifically watching Diana in the bank. Bank scene was fine. I love the how she gets rid of the bomb this time versus the last time. In the original version, she just kind of jumps out up through the roof and just kind of tosses it very casually. Where this yeah. time she just like flies up into the air like super far. I thought it was much a much better performance or much. I liked it. I it was just better. What, one thing that caught me off guard with that whole scene was when one of the the henchmen dudes you know, yells out, fuck, or you better fucking get up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like... there's three F-bombs, if I'm not mistaken. Because Batman <laughs> says one in the future, and then there's future. another one at some point. I think Cyborg drops one, too. Well, the, Batman, the Batman the one box. was the best delivered one. Oh, um, for sure. You know, where he's talking to Jared Leto's Joker, and he's like, I'll fucking kill you. And, and uh... anyways, yeah. No, no, no. The, but that... <laughs> That bank, the the bank scene, just caught me off guard when he when he said the word fuck, and I was like, oh yeah, this movie's rated R. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. I write: Do the Amazon women just stand there waiting for the mother box to move? Do they stand there and wait for the mother box all damn day? There's like fifty Amazons in this room, just standing there with swords drawn out at this box. And then the queen walks in. You're like, are they just standing there waiting? It made a crack, and now they're just like, it was. I was just like, this is a little like overkill to me, because the Atlanteans are like, oh yeah, the box is here. It can't be bothered. <laughs> like it was so contradicting. <laughs> they like put a sea urchin on it. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the um, uh, uh, what what are they called? Atlantean? No. Um, the Amazons? What? Amazons, yes. <laughs> that action sequence was phenomenal. I believe that one was was new. Um it was definitely expanded upon hardcore. Yeah. And it made the chase sequence much more um prevalent and much more useful because 
the full end of thought, and I could be wrong here, was like, oh, like we'll just bury Steppenwolf in the ground underneath the sea because he can't teleport out because he doesn't have the mother box. That's why they were like, oh, we'll just sink it into the ground because we'll take the mother box and we'll sink it, and then he can't get to it. So he can't teleport. He'll just be stuck there. But once he gets out, you're like, oh, shit. And the chase sequence had a much bigger meaning because, like, it was explained better. It was just explained better. And it yeah. wasn't like it took extra that much extra time to do it better, which is also so crazy to me where I'm like, it it's almost like Joss Whedon picked the wrong take from everything. I wonder if it's like a conspiracy we just did it on purpose. He's like, fuck that <laughs> Fuck yeah. that guy. Or maybe he's like, I, I want to do it I my did the way. Avengers first. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> no, the um, uh, I I can't be the only one that lost track of who the queen was in that entire thing, uh, amongst the Amazons, and I thought she died literally like five times, <laughs> and then and then she shows up again. I'm like, oh fuck, that wasn't her. Cool. All right, let's go. And then like I think she dies again, and I'm like, oh fuck, you know, Stephen Wolf's got the mother box, and then the queen pops up again. And I'm like, damn, this bitch will die. That's hilarious. That's fantastic. but like it wasn't. Um, I think, and problem with that scene is that they all look alike except the queen. Yeah, but she's like, the only one that I stands just, out a little. I got too focused on you know all these women riding off on a horse or trying to shoot arrows at this thing, and uh, and then when the queen pops up, and then she doesn't ever die, does she? No, 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 because yeah, she's the one that so. sends the arrow. Yeah, that's right. That's right, and. Uh, Diana gets to it in yeah. Day. I don't know. I don't Wonder know Woman. My next comment: Wonder Woman does everything in heels. This poor woman does everything in heels. She's traversing down this cavern to learn about the mother boxes in heels. Which well, I is mean, a, when you look like Gal Gadot, you kind of have to wear heels, I guess. I don't now hear that's me probably, out. That's on probably this. in a contract somewhere. We were watching the original version on Sunday or Monday. Sunday and Monday, and the amount of butt shots of Gal Gadot was insane. Like, so many scenes with, like, starting at her legs moving up toward, like, and, like, her butt, like, was focused in the film, on in, on the screen so much that it, I'm not approved by any means, but I was like, oh, my God, this is super noticeable and, like, kind of distracting and not in a cool way. I'm like, what is the, the deal with none of those scenes? None of those shots are in this movie at all. So I was a little surprised by that. But also, like, she's in heels in everything. The only time she's not in heels is when she's in the Wonder Woman outfit. But to me, I was just like, this poor woman, she had to have been filming this thinking, my God, why are they making me do everything in heels? These giant stairs, these giant stone tablet stairs in heels. I, I was just like, this can't be. She's got to be, like, super mad at some point doing this. Uh, the next thing I have is talking about how they um, Gal Gadot is explaining how the mother boxes get split up, and the Atlanteans take one and they like hide it, and the Amazons take one and hide it. And then I wrote, I love how the men just dig a six foot hole to hide the mother box. Like this shit is good enough for us. <laughs> Later in the movie, uh, Cyborg's dad just throws his jacket over it. <laughs> I know the humans are just absolute garbage. It's hilarious. He's like, you won't see this. Yeah, this fucking like, this fucking alien box. He throws his jacket over it and just like casually walks away, and nobody's so like, hey, funny. what the fuck is that under your jacket? 
then we start getting Flash and Cyborg stuff. So I write more Flash. This is great. I finally care about Cyborg, which I, I absolutely love. Like you said, or we said, we already kind of touched base on it earlier. The problem with, you know, at introducing a bunch of new characters is you have to give them some kind of backstory. And in four hours, you can do that, right? In two hours, it makes it a lot harder, and I understand that. That's kind of like... What about uh, old Martian Manhunter <laughs> waiting until all of this is over uh, to right? finally fucking pop up and go, hey, Bruce Wayne, what's well, up, bro? <laughs> I uh, My understanding is the scene where he is portraying uh, Martha Kent that yeah. was supposed to be exactly how it was in this version. That was the original intent of that. So that was oh. the original intent of that. And the Martian Manhunter scene is the other thing that's new that um, he shot for it. I don't think Ben Affleck reshot it, but I know the Martian Manhunter guy reshot it because that was originally supposed to be a lantern. And DC said no. So Snyder was like, okay, how about Martian Manhunter? And they were like, okay. <laughs> They're like, who? <laughs> yeah. So the Martian Manhunter thing in the middle of the film, that was originally the original intention of it. But I that scene also kind of fell out of place to me that in that way. It did, yeah. Where you're like, oh, this is kind of a stretch. I know you're just trying to, like, add him. That's cool. But also, like, you're not doing anything about it. It was weird. Also, Martian Manhunter at the end, he's like, hey, Bruce, your parents are great people. And you're like, if you're Bruce, are you like, hey, do you know my parents? Could you have prevented <laughs> them from dying or something? Tell, like, tell me more. Yeah, it was really kind of that scene. I did not care for. It, it it did. It seemed out of place, and it seemed like it was a it was an obvious throw in to appease you know comic book fans. Yes. that you know have been dying to see because um in comic book you know lore, Martian Manhunter is a very prominent figure, and yeah, um you know he he is this cosmic guy that you know roams you know all the planets and. Uh, he deals a lot with the, the, the Green Lanterns. And and so uh, I just think throwing him in at the end of the film and then uh, I didn't care for the CGI of him flying away. Uh, just, yeah, I could have taken a leave of that too. Yeah. Uh, I write, they do a much better job of, of explaining how to bring back Superman. I thought that was a, they did a much better, it was more cl- clean and crisp the understanding or the logic behind how they're going to revive him, how the mother box can do that. I loved that, but I did. I didn't even mention this. I hated the opening scene of this movie with Jesse Eisenberg standing in the water. That CGI looked terrible. Did you notice that at all? Yeah. Well, you know, they're, you know, I guess trying to establish it's a direct continuation from yeah. every Superman. And that, that and... was a better opening scene, but it, the Jesse Eisenberg CGI as my first thing I'm seeing. I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. Like, this is green screen level. This is shit I can do with Photoshop in a half hour. <laughs> this is my Zoom background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I did like how they did a better job of explaining. I also like how they do a better job of, like, planning out what they're going to do when they before they go to Russia. Like, there's actual scenes explaining, like, their plan. I thought that was fantastic, too. Yeah. Um, yeah right after the... The, the, entire no, ed- the entire editing of this film yeah. is yes. so much better. You're right. Uh, I love that the mother box doesn't get, just get... The third mother box j- doesn't just get taken straight away. Like, it's not just like, oh, and he got it. I love that, like, 
you can see him land, and I love that fight scene where you know Victor's dad like sacrificing himself to, you know, show where the mother box is going to make it easier for the rest of the Justice League to find it later on. You know, I I thought that was I liked that a lot more. It personalized Victor a lot more, made me like him even. I I cared about his story. I I liked it a lot. Well, I thought I thought the uh, the scenes where Victor plays like a rendering of himself telling you know exposition of of different plot points um you know like he's <clears throat> he's himself but inside of a computer and right. uh i thought that was well done i think I, I thought that was needed exposition because uh the story kind of gets weighed down into hey cyborg's a giant mother box or you know right um so it it the sto- the story kind of gets into the weeds in that aspect but the way Snyder cut the film it allows uh the characters to fill in some needed backstory of why they're doing what they're doing yeah i completely i think you're absolutely right i completely agree there my next comment which is the last thing before we get to the epilogue they call it unity. So when they put all three of the mother boxes together, the bad guy, Steppenwolf, calls it unity. But the good guys also call it unity. Like, they just know it's called unity. It was kind of a little like, I was like, how do they know it's called unity? Like, they're just like, got to get you guys separate unity. You know, I, that, so I, it, took, it took me out enough that I, like, wrote a comment about it. I was like, ugh. And then I didn't write anything for the whole battle at the end because I loved it. I love how, and I don't know if you remember this, in the original version – there are scenes with this family that's living in the like Russia state yes. town yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I love that they're completely gone in this one. They were completely irrelevant to me. They, <laughs> These mutants they, living in this radiated, <laughs> radiated town. <laughs> yeah. So it, I love that they cut that out because it was, it was just filler, which would have been completely unnecessary to me. I loved the ending. I loved how they didn't necessarily need Superman they might have been able to do it without him, but it was like cool that he came in and like what did what he did and how he did it. But you could almost you were like, oh, like they could have like almost conceivably done this without him. Like it was almost doable. They probably wouldn't have, but like you know what I mean. Like it yeah. looked like they were you know they didn't rely on him as heavily as the original version does. You know, what, uh, was uh, Superman black suit in the original? No, that is, God, I didn't think and so. he. And he wears the blue one in the original one, and they did digitally alter it for this one. Yeah. The thing to me, the black suit's supposed to represent, make it easier for the sun's rays to recharge him after death, which is what happens in the comics. But there's no explanation of that in the movie, which I was like, so I know it's just a like fan service kind of thing. Yeah. I was fine with it. It looked great. I didn't think it looked bad by any means. So I was totally cool with it. And it looks cool, so I, I was fine with it. I love how Steppenwolf dies. I phenomenal. That was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that whole fight scene was fantastic. Him getting, I could watch them beating him up for an hour, just back and forth. I could do that for an hour. It was so well done. I, I think, I think we we got shortchanged a little bit in not having a direct, like even just face to face confrontation between Superman and Darkseid. Um, I think that would have been like the cherry on top uh, as as the movie ends and, you know, leaves 
leaves the audience wanting is because Superman and Darkseid have spent countless yes. comic books and uh, film and TV and all this battling each other. And, you know, I don't I don't know when we'll we'll see those two characters on the screen ever again. Um, yeah, it so... doesn't look like we'll ever see. Um... Oh, my God. Um, Superman's character. Oh, my God. What is his name? Henry Cavill. Yeah, it seems like we're not going to see Henry Cavill as Superman. He sounds like he's almost done with it. Yeah. Um. Now, which is a, a little bit of a bummer to me because I thought he was a great Superman. I really oh, liked his performance. Yeah, I, I like him good. a lot. Just about everything. Bring now, back Brandon Routh. I, I thought he was good. I don't remember liking that movie very much. I saw that movie in theaters and I don't remember liking it. But I think there. Were, I don't think it was his fault. I think it was a lot of. The CGI was trash, but the actual story was good at Super- Superman Returns. So I don't remember. I don't remember that enough because it is a sequel to the old ones, right? Yes. I mean, it's literally a sequel, which is yeah. kind of a cool concept. What did you but think it also of the introduced Apple- Superman's oh. son, which was weird? But that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Which that's right. I remember now. Which this one kind of does too. Yeah, in a in a very backhanded way, like Lois. Lois Lane's carrying a bassinet up the stairs. Into, well, she's into... got the the pregnancy test too, right? That's yeah. there's the little cutscene of the pregnancy test, so it's kind of. What did you think of the epilogue? I I was one of the people who actually didn't think the epilogue was really that great to me. The or the, the epilogue in general felt like kind of long, where it's like okay, happy ending for this guy, happy ending for this person, happy ending here, happy ending there. And here's but another even... fifteen minutes of movie. Um, yeah, and and I kept waiting for the future scene because I knew that was coming. Because I knew that Jared Leto had filmed more stuff for this. I was yeah. like, where is this damn scene at? Where is this scene at? Well, so my my problem with the epilogue, and it's, it has nothing really to do with the characters that are in it or the dialogue or just where it takes place. It has more to do that I had already seen the establishment for that in the 2016 version and it happened in the middle of the fucking film yes and so this film's version of that event takes place at the very end and it ends up being a uh maybe a premonition of sorts and because uh, the line of thought is the flash is trying to go back in time and warn bruce so right yeah. So something that that's happening in a, in a timeline that that is that is happening at some timeline, and right. You know, uh, Bruce Wayne just happens to you know connect with his alternate timeline subconscious. And anyway, uh, I I thought I thought the 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 epilogue was fine. I thought it was some of the best dialogue between the Joker and uh, the character of Batman that we've seen on screen. Um, I I really wish that the WB had their shit together uh, as far as timelines go for their films. It's because I think we're really missing the boat on, uh, or missing out on Jared Leto's version of the Joker. Really? See, I, I think a lot of people, maybe they feel differently. Maybe they agree with you now because of this, but beforehand, I don't think a lot of people had the same sentiment. Did you think well, that that's, before that's, seeing that's this? That's because, you know, David Ayer's Suicide Squad was trash, and he tried to make the Joker into some contemporary 
gangster. It just and it, and it didn't work, and it painted Leto as somebody that. It's because the whole the whole story behind that was that Leto was very on board. He's he's a he's a character actor. He's a very method actor. Um, he dives deep into the roles that he plays, and you know, a lot of people were off put by David Ayer's version of the Joker, and and the WB mishandled that completely uh, by letting David Ayer give the Joker, who was the star leading up of to the Suicide Squad, uh, he was he was the the publicity behind Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Oh yeah. And absolutely, you know, the WB allowed David Ayer to completely cut Jared Leto's part down in that film to, you know, five, ten minutes max and have really have no bearing on the film at all. And it was just it was a complete miss missed opportunity in the Suicide Squad. I thought Zack Snyder bringing him back to shoot uh, to shoot this scene in the epilogue was uh, a chance to maybe right some wrongs or maybe throw a bone to Jared Leto, who is a, a very big fan of the Joker. Jared Leto has spent a lot of time over the years saying that he would love to play this character in a film where he yeah. gets to just choose scenery. And yeah. um, I, I think Zack Snyder was attempting to throw him a bone here and you know just bring him back and be like, hey, you know, shoot a couple scenes, you know, uh, you'll get an opportunity to to you know have a monologue, and it'll it'll be a bunch of wordy wordy bullshit, and uh, Batman will say I'll fucking kill you, and uh, you know I think that was Zack Snyder's way of saying, hey, this is what a film of these two characters could be like, knowing knowing yeah, damn well I that want... we're never gonna get it. I I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman quite a lot. I do too. And I, I, I'm excited that he's going to be in the Flash movie, but it won't be enough of him in it for me to be like, oh, cool. Like, this was, you know, enough. I would have loved to see... He want, originally was going to write, direct, and star in a Batman movie, right? He was he was going to star in the, the one that Matt Reeves is directing. Right. Well, he was going to write, direct, and star in it originally. Yeah. And then he was just going to star in it, and then it, you know, kind of crumbled. I'm kind of bummed by it. I, I would have loved it, that. I Maybe there's still hope that, like, something will come from this, which would be cool. I like the old Batman. It's one of those things we haven't gotten a lot of yet, you know, so I'm kind of, I like that line of thought. The thing about the epilogue that I didn't realize until I read about it today, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck did not film those scene, that scene together. They filmed separately because of scheduling conflicts. Well, I th- and I think, that well, and I did not know that, but that makes sense because of how the scene was shot where, um, Leto's face or the Joker's face is kind of blurred out in the background when the camera fixates on uh, Ben Affleck's face or Ben Affleck's head. So that makes sense. I did not know that. So, but I thought I I wouldn't have known that until reading about it. I thought it was super well done. I thought it was. I I liked his dialogue. I thought it was a little weird. I thought it was a little off putting. It felt the that part felt a little out of place, just like the Martian Manhunter stuff did to me. It kind of felt out of place to me with the rest of the film, but not enough that I was like upset or by any means. But I was just like, "Oh, this feels a little weird and off-putting," especially because it's like the end. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't really. I thought the, uh, the Flash, you know, 
he, he had a different he had a different outfit on um uh which he has on in future episodes like in batman vs superman i believe he's wearing that outfit oh well then oh, that would make sense but you know like you, you don't see he does there's no speaking part so i don't even right. know if that was ezra miller um, I don't know if it was either because he's got a beard on and looks so very different. I don't know if yeah. it is or not either. I, I honestly don't know. I didn't even look. Um, you know, and the Deathstroke is there. And um, and that's the only thing you see of Deathstroke. It goes from him getting introduced on the boat with Lex Luthor straight to this epilogue where he's now, you know, in this desert area um, with, with Batman, Batman and the his Joker. Team. I, which I liked. I thought I thought it was cool though. I li- I did enjoy that. I was like, oh yeah, cool. So you can see like, you know, friends become enemies, enemies become friends. Right. You know. Yeah, it, it, I enjoyed it. Is because it was it was completely new. We haven't seen it before. Um, it was shot just for this this version of the film, and um, you know it. I I think a lot of it was fan service. I I, I really do. I I don't think. Snyder was trying to lay groundwork for future future projects or anything. I just think he he knows that people love the Joker. Um, you know, there, there's a big portion of comic book fans that love Bat- Ben Affleck's version of Bruce Wayne the Batman, and you know, we never got to see Affleck and and Leto's Joker interact on on screen across three films so um i just think it was it was snyder throwing a bone to fans so what so overall what did you what uh, is this something is this a film that you would recommend somebody sit down and watch or is this like hey if you're just interested go go watch the epilogue I think this is better than the original version. So if you're going to watch one, watch this one. And I, I think it's worth the four hours. I don't think it's necessary to watch all four hours in one sitting to be, like enjoy it. I, I think you can break it up and be completely fine. And there are, does seem to be some natural breaking points to it. The original one, the problem I had with it, and I, I was talking to my wife about it, was like they go from action scene to action scene. Just like literally from one big thing to the next big thing. And there's not a lot of like in-between stuff. This one, there's plenty, maybe even too much. I to me, it feels like he there is nothing left on the cutting room floor. Right. Whether you think that's good or bad, I, I maybe it's a not as great as it could be. I I feel like they they had they were able to do whatever they wanted and add whatever they wanted into it. So I feel like they didn't like leave anything out, whether that was for the good or the bad of the film. I don't think it hurts the film by any means. And I don't necessarily think this is a movie. I think this is a film. I think this is an actual film film. You know, I, I think it's of that quality. I thought the sound was great. I, even the music, a little too much slow-mo for me, but I enjoyed it. I would recommend this. I think this is this went from being one of the worst DC Universe movies to one of the best ones. Uh, maybe I, yeah. I would put Shazam above it. I liked Shazam a lot. I thought Shazam kind of came out of nowhere for me. I like Man of Steel a lot. Maybe that's still above it. I haven't seen that in quite a while. But it, this is top three. I I liked it more than Aquaman, not, and I didn't dislike Aquaman by any means. So it's yeah probably number three on my DC movie list. Not that there's a lot of DC movies to choose from, but it went from like the worst They're all to Zach being Snyder. very watchable. <laughs> Which is crazy to think too, yeah. right? 
<laughs> no, um, I think honestly, I I enjoyed this film a lot. I enjoyed this version of the film a lot, and I think it's it's probably the best team up introduction film that we've seen. Um, and and that's you know, there's a lot of caveats to that, but sure, sure, uh, you know, Snyder took all the all of his all of his film filming all of the established product he completely created a new film based off of existing footage and i mean not a whole lot of new footage and he made it completely watchable and um i i I, what do you know i didn't ask you this and I, i should have but what do you think of fans essentially bullying a a movie studio into you know releasing different versions of a film that they've already spent you know 300 million dollars on well in the case of sonic the hedgehog they bullied a studio into making sonic not look like a pedophile which i thought was fine (laughs) right so it turned out for the best right right you but know, that but that that movie hadn't come out yet, you know. Uh, true, fair you enough. You know, uh, that that film was still in the development stage, and so there's something to be said about a a, a movie studio saying, "Hey, <laughs> the internet might be right. We might need to retool this look a little bit before this film actually gets released." And, right. Um, and they did this delay Sonic. Totally they did different. delay it for like six months. Um, and ultimately, you're right. It it. I love I love that film. That that is a a almost perfect adaptation of a uh, video game to movie uh, film, especially because it's a a blend between CGI and and live action. But I I just I I think and and a lot of there's a lot of backstory to why Snyder stepped away from Justice sure. League. And a lot of it did not have to do with him. It had to do with his family. Right. Yes. And so, you know, there is, there is the argument that he never got to. The shake, the fair shake that he. Yes. Right. Right. He never got to put his version of that film out, which the studio paid him to do. Um, And it wasn't his decision necessarily to walk away. He just had to do that. Right. Um, so like, while I appreciate the internet collectively rising up and, you know, hashtag release the Snyder cut and all this, it got this film released. I I think it's a dangerous precedent, um, to set. Yes. Yes. Uh, I will totally agree with that. Cause where does it, where does it stop? Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, David Ayers, you know, apparently, uh, Warner Brothers chopped up his film a lot when he was doing Suicide Squad, and he's okay. gone on, on record to say that he there is a completely different cut of the Suicide Squad, and he would love to release it, but you know WB won't let him, and and all this, and WB has come out and said, yeah, we're not spending any more money on David Ayers, and uh, even though Suicide Squad made them a shit ton of money, the yeah, that's right, but like. Where does where does the internet decide? Hey, this version of the film is cool. It wasn't great, but we'll let we'll let it just stand on its own merit, and we'll move on to the next thing. 
Um, That's a very interesting point, and I don't know the I don't know the answer, right? Because you know, in this case, it worked, right? In this case, we arguably have a much better version of it, and I'm kind of glad that it does exist. Because I think last week we were both a little hesitant about watching this. Like I, I was like assuming this was going to be pretty bad. Absolutely, I didn't think this was going to be any better at all. I thought this was going to be even a four-hour version of a bad two-hour version movie right. of a two-hour yes. movie. So, so the next time this happens, are we? Are you? Are you now excited when they take uh, a bad movie and make a good? There was another Kingdom of Heaven. Did you ever see that film? Yeah. The That's original a... version not very good. The director's cut version is very good. What's the director of that? Um, Ooh, that's a very good question. Gladiator guy. Yes. Him. <sighs> Not Hans Zimmer. That's who did the music. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I know Hans Zimmer did the music because that out al- that um, Ridley Scott. Jesus. Ridley Scott. That's, yes, absolutely. We should be shot for not knowing that. <laughs> that the director's cut of that version is very good. The original yeah, yeah. theatrical version is not very good, but and it's not that there was a lot of people clamoring for it, but that's a lot of times director cut versions, especially of Zack Snyder films, are almost always better. Batman vs. Superman director's cut is a completely different film. Not completely different. That's not true. A much better, more enjoyable film than the original version. Yeah. No, I I think I think where... The internet's dangerous, bro. It, it's, you know... You get you get social media fixated on on something, and you put it in a hashtag. That's right. And, and you let can... incels do nothing but sit there in their mom's basements. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just I just think that it's a it's a dangerous game that um uh that the w, WB played by um you know they 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 sunk I think seventy million dollars into Snyder's yeah. cut. And That's not even talking about marketing, because you right. know they spent a fortune on that too. Well, and and it paid off for them. You know they're getting tons, right. tons more subscribers uh, for HBO Max. And I don't even know what the the box office numbers would have been for this film had had we been in a normal year and this film had been re released. Uh, but it's safe to say that it probably would have made them money. If this movie had come out in July of last year on HBO Max, this would have been a game changer. Yeah, for sure. We would have a week later been like, hey, we're greenlighting two more of these, by the way. It would have absolutely happened because of the time of year, you know, the time we were in that year, you know, we were desperate for any kind of new thing of anything. You know, we were hell. We were watching Tiger King. Which is not a very good documentary. I I enjoyed it, but like when you look back, you're like, "What the hell are we all thinking?" You're like, oh, COVID. That's what. That's what it is. It was COVID. That's what. We that's were so problem. desperate for just different. Yes. <laughs> that that yeah. we got behind this this gay gay tiger cowboy. Um, yeah. And... Running for mayor slash yeah. governor slash president several times over. Bro, bro got like sixteen percent of the vote in Oklahoma. My God. The fact that he did you know that he wanted to get pardoned by Trump? He was hoping he, for he was expecting to get a limo outside. He, yeah, I know. We talked about it on our <laughs> Tessa and I talked about it on our podcast for like a couple of weeks. It was a thing where he kept waiting, and then he was hoping Biden would do it. It was comical. <laughs> Biden's got to worry about getting up the goddamn stairs, man. He ain't got time to yeah. worry about no 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 fucking right. Tiger King. 
what are we watching next week? Uh, it's an Amazon Prime original film, uh, The Sound of Metal. Yeah, it came out in 2020, so it's a little older. Well, at least it was filmed in 2020, is what it says. So, yeah, no, I'm it's sure um, it it's it's a uh, it's a it's a topic amongst the film community because it's a it's a very uh, it's being reviewed as a very good film. And it's getting a lot of award buzz. Uh, it stars Riz Ahmed, who um, you may know from. Uh, he was the villain in the most recently the villain in the Venom movie. Um, I've not seen that actually. It's trash. Don't watch it. Um, well, I have to because the second one got carnage in it. I I can't not just watch just no. watch the end credits scene then. but uh but no Riz Ahmed he's a very he's a very good actor um he uh he did he there was he was the star of an HBO original series a couple years ago I forget what it's called where he plays somebody that's accused of murder and he spends the entire series oh yeah oh my god he is I totally forgot about that night night of um night of I think yes is it the night, night of? of? Yeah, yeah. The night uh, of, yeah. Very I good. He, all about that. He is. He is. Yeah. Phenom- he is a phenomenal actor, and so that's a great series too. By the way, yes. Uh, you can find that on HBO Max. Man, uh, I forgot all about that. But that was 2016. How did I forget that existed? That was so long ago. It was so long ago. God, lot, lots, lots happened since then. <laughs> oh look, man! I, I, I am a week away from my second COVID shot. So nice. Good for you. A week a week a week out from the COVID shot, and so two weeks after that, I can start licking doorknobs and shit again. You know. Yeah, I've been you just know, like I used to. I got I got vaccinated pretty early on, and uh, and ever since like two weeks ago, where the CDC was like, "Yo, if you've been vaccinated, bro, get together with your homies, ditch the mask." I've been walking around like just like like I'm king shit in in the in the supermarket, no mask. And people are looking at me and be like, bro, I got... Oh, because you can do that in shot. Florida, right? Yeah, you can do that in Florida. You can't oh, do that in Ohio quite yet. They no, still they... throw a fit here in Ohio if you did that. Even if you got vaccinated, they'd still throw <laughs> a little fit. We're a couple of weeks away from that. They just, in Ohio, they just allowed people uh, who are 16 and up get a get a shot. So between 16 and 40-year-olds now qualify in Ohio. So well, Florida's still on. You have to be 50 or older, and you have to meet certain requirements. It's ridiculous. But no, uh, so yeah, we're gonna watch Sound of Metal next uh, next week. Review that if you want to watch it. Uh, Amazon Prime. It's been out for a while, so um, it's not a completely new movie, but it is getting a lot of a lot of buzz in the film community because of uh, the different performances. It's it's nominated for best best film uh, or best picture at the Academy Awards. So that's what we'll do. Yeah, and then remember, you can hear Mark on Budget Arcade. You can follow Mark on Twitter at I Heard You Like. You can listen to me at Tess and Elliot Argue. You can follow me at Elliot underscore Argues on my Twitter, too. So thanks for listening, as always. We do appreciate listening to two men who barely know each other ramble. Two Facebook friends ramble. Facebook. Hey, listen, we can't. That's right. We got we to gotta, we gotta put that behind us because we, oh. we official now, bro. That's right. So we will catch you next week. Enjoy this outro music that Mark somehow does not like.